Good morning, Wayne. I'm great. It's a it's a rainy day, but if you've got the right raincoat, that doesn't bother me a bit. Wow. I exactly. Yes. And welcome to our listeners to really close to 27 <laughs> minutes with Sheila and Wayne. <laughs> Very nearly 27 minutes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Where we talk about skills that have been learned, forgotten, misused and or totally abandoned as we are attempting to change the world one verb at a time. <laughs> and Sheila, what is our verb for today? Our verb today really does apply to that change the world one verb at a time. It is to teach. Oh, teach. Wow. To show or explain how to do something was the quick and dirty definition that I got. Okay. And I came up, I found some others. To cause to know something. To cause to know how, to impart the knowledge of, mm. to guide the studies of, and the one that I chose to particularly follow today is to instruct by example. Mm, I got example too. Oh, okay. All right. So my most of my my terminology, most of my thoughts today are going to be geared towards or pointing at instructing by example. So. Without further ado, and chivalry is not dead, ladies first. Well, thank you. I, I have to say, approaching this topic, I come from a family of teachers, especially on my father's side of the family, because my grandmother had to drop out of high school, and it was her goal that all of her uh, 10 children would achieve a college education, and all did. One of them got a two-year degree, but all the rest got four-year degrees, and many of them went into teaching on her recommendations so that they could have... Uh, families and summer times and still enjoy that as a profession. So, and I've got nieces who are teachers. It's just all over the family. Uh, so my first thing I came up with were a bunch of quotes about teaching. Ah. Um, when one teaches to learn, and that's Robert Heinlein. A great teacher can teach calculus with a paperclip and literature in an empty field. Technology is just another tool, not a destination. That's unknown. And the third one is everyone is, in some respect, a teacher. Some just work harder to do it better. And that's mm. by a fellow named Terry Hike. Um, thinking about our verb today, I sat down and really thought about who taught me. Mm -hmm. and, and I came up with some easy names. I mean, they just came to mind very, very quickly. And I saw actions that I wanted to mimic. And I also saw some actions that told myself, I would never want to replicate that. But it was a learning moment for all of them. And again, it's going by the example, to instruct by example. And just to spout off those, those names that came up very easily for me, my mom, my dad, mm. brother, just like your, your family, mm -hmm. my brother, neighbors, coworkers, particularly two, Greta and Wanda. And if we have time, I'll tell you a story about them. Okay. Bosses that I've had. Mm -hmm. Motorists every day teach me something. <laughs> mm -hmm. Some things I want to follow, some things I don't. Uh, my pastors of over mm. the years, mm -hmm. my coaches, and my teachers, and two of them that really popped into my head immediately. One was Mr. McGee, and one was Dr. Burroughs. And I'll stop there. So I'll let I'll come back to you. What's on your list next? Well, it's interesting. I I, I do want to ask you what were the qualities of those teachers that made them th th such that they're 
their names pop in your head because one of the things I, I thought <laughs> that I'd recommend if you ha have nothing else to do and you want to feel good, just Google a search for people's favorite teachers and hear the testimonials people give about their favorite teachers and you come away from there feeling so good about life. Okay. People's but but teachers. some can I tell you some of the qualities that people listed of their teachers? And yes, I'll bet please. several of them will show up on the list of the two names you mentioned. Passionate, caring, brought the subject alive, safe, loving, encouraging, affirming, and challenging. Yes, all of those. <laughs> <laughs> all of those. And yes, passionate, particularly passionate and caring um, and challenging. Because Dr. Burroughs, I had him for statistics. Oh. And the first time I took statistics many years prior to this, I struggled with it. It just, the, the professor and I, we could just not get to that equilibrium where what he was trying to offer me, mm. I just could not comprehend. But Dr. Burroughs, he brought such a complicated, to me, complicated subject. It made it so easy, easy as pie, as they say. And, and I thought one day in class, where were you 10 years ago when I took my first stats <laughs> class? <laughs> yeah. 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 Because if I had met you then, I would be a different person today, probably. I might be an astrophysicist or something, but. <laughs> Doggone it. Because it was good. He was, he was very good. Thanks. So anyway, as I said, sometimes I sought out those that I wanted to teach me even. And yes, men looking for a mentor, whether they know it or not. We've talked about mentorship before. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. And to some of those people's favorite teachers' comments, um, I said how I sought them out was it was those individuals I respected, mm -hmm. and just said, "Wow, I would like to be like him. I would like to be like like her." And here's here's some of the funny things that people don't realize. Um, and I'm not sure if everyone noticed this, but sometimes those individuals who I sought out to help me, to teach me, were younger than I was. Mm. They were of different ethnicities than I was, mm -hmm. a different gender than I, a different age than I, a different nationality than I. And so sometimes it was from someone that I did not even respect. Interesting. But but they had suggested the right ideas and they just didn't follow them themselves. There are ah. some good suggestions. So in essence, I say that as this old saying goes, we can learn from everyone. Absolutely. And, and I'll stop there and I'll leave it. I'll go, I'll defer to you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, my next story is that I am number four out of five kids. And I, uh, I am what's called, what I call a vicarious learner. So I watched <laughs> and saw the consequences for them and said, hmm, I don't want to do that. So, yeah, right. Yes. 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 And also in our family, it's pretty funny. My uh, eldest sister was learning to drive from my mother uh, and uh, uh, and, and she pulled over at one point and she said to my mom, this is just not working for either of us. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> so she then taught the next sister when it was her time to learn, who then taught the next sister when it was her turn, ah. who then taught the next sister. <laughs> and who taught you? Oh, uh, the sister, two sisters ahead of me. Two sisters and ahead so, of me. And so I thought when our son was learning to drive, I thought I would be the coolest parent and really be good at that. 
Uh, but after the conversation ended with me saying, what about stop, don't you understand? <laughs> I realized it was not me. <laughs> not a very effective teaching tool. <laughs> okay. Got to start out with a lesson plan. <laughs> yeah, right? And well, that, that kind of yeah. coincides, excuse me, that kind of coincides with one of the thoughts I had about sometimes I sought individuals out to teach me. Yes. It was because those, they had more, they were more adept at a skill than I was or that I had. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I had to put my ego aside, put my yes. ego down and say, no, they're smarter in this area than I am. I can learn from them. Go learn from them. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I think you can learn from everybody. And sometimes it's a good lesson. Sometimes it's that boy, I don't want to do that lesson. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> exactly. I, and I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. No, no, you didn't. Uh, and in fact, I'll probably say it later, but I forgot momentarily where I was headed anyway. Okay. So, then I will go on if you don't mind. Please do. Okay. So I have this. So what did I learn from teaching examples? And by no stretch of the imagination, of my imagination, do I believe that I ever get these right 100% of the time. So, so don't think that Wayne is, oh, yeah, I'm all about this. No, I am not, I am not all that in a bag of chips, okay? I'm still learning. Okay. Uh, but, I think it's a lifeline process, lifetime <laughs> process. <laughs> but what I did get from, from them was mm -hmm. how to be passionate about what you care about, which is something that you had already mentioned that people, their feet, their favorite teachers were because they were passionate but how to be passionate about what you care about and what that means is you know you got to do your due diligence you got to go research you got to learn you got to read you got to study you got to listen you got to watch you got to help individuals understand why you are so passionate about what you are so it's the so what so mm -hmm. what of it mm -hmm. one of my next one was how to build a relationship and you know what? There's no books. There's no teacher who no. kind of go down the list that I have here that teaches you exactly how to do it because everyone is different and every relationship is different and it brings different kinds of it. It, it, it asks for different kinds of nuances in that conversation, in that trans. If you will, that 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 transforming of coming from a total stranger to building a, eh, okay, they're acquaintances, they're maybe not friends, but you're building this relationship. And over time, that relationship comes into something that may have not have started if you didn't start it. And I looked for those all the time because, again, I look for people that I respected. I look for people that I trusted. I look for people that I thought were doing good. And so building those relationships with those individuals was very, very heartwarming for me and very, very nurturing in teaching me how to do these things. Mm -hmm. I will I will get off of my my passionate box and go to you now. <laughs> OK, well, one of the things that really um, I learned uh, from failing miserably was I at one point I was a teacher uh, at a community college level. One course, they were desperate for someone to teach a psychology class and asked me if I would do it because we were in a pretty remote community. And I was a total... I If I could grade myself, it would have been kick her out of school. And in fact, ultimately, <laughs> that was what we agreed on. And the, the two keys were... I mean, I have an engaging personality in front of a, of a group. But what I didn't have were the basic fundamental skills of teaching, lesson planning, putting a syllabus together, uh, preparedness, classroom management. 
I ended up teaching from the text, which is the most uninspiring way to teach a subject, and then testing from the text. But in the classroom discussions, there was no relation to the testing. So it really was disconnected, and even I didn't enjoy it, much less the students who, bless their hearts, stuck it out. <laughs> and, but then, and, and, yes, I, I bet you, I bet you weren't all that bad. But, uh, I, but go ahead. Well, then the then I was involved in a co well, it, no, in a in a uh, in an assistant situation to a preschool teacher who did everything right, and I learned so much from her. So it doesn't matter what age, but there's some fundamental skills. There certainly are the personality, communication, relationship building, but this woman could make a whole lesson in a five minute period. So wow. there are those kinds of skills that really, I think, are essential to being a good teacher, to being an effective teacher as well. I think you're right. And probably I'm I'm speaking from after knowing you for a while, because I I would have thought you would be an excellent teacher anytime. So you're giving me some new information here. But yes, but we all learn from our failures, don't we? We do sometimes more. So failure is a teaching moment, too. Yes. Yes. Okay. Because I know I have failed many times miserably. Oh my yes. goodness. <laughs> we won't go there. This this is too this too long a story for twenty seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Even nearly twenty seven minutes. I looked at people and they taught me how to be kind. Ah. Which is really difficult, but yet easy. Because I've seen some people attempt to be kind, they placate it like, "Oh, I'm being kind." Well, no, you're not. You're just you're you're, you're just trying to use a technique. a mechanism or a technique to get through the situation. You're not being kind. I think you are, but you're not. But I really saw individuals who taught me how to be kind, hmm. how to be how to make an informed opinion, decision, and go through a thought process. That was very, very nurturing to me because I, like you, in beginning, you know, I, th I thought just because they said, okay, you're now the boss. Ha ha, I'm the boss. So I know everything. Right. Well, that no. was my first failure. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because I didn't know everything. I learned from individuals how to lead. And I thought, wow, okay. With that, I also learned from some of my bosses how not to leave, yes. <laughs> yeah. which was more telling. And I had more information on that side than it was on how to lead because a, a lot of the bosses that I had, um, you know, they, it was like they spoke out of two sides of their mouth. Mm. They'll say one thing, but they'll do their actions showed something different. And I'm like, yeah. I, that doesn't jive with me. I'm not sure. Anyway. They taught me how to say thank you. Ah. They taught me how to say no. That's a good skill. They taught me how to forgive. That's a huge. I never thought of forgiveness in the workplace, in the, in the academic environment, or in the military, but they taught me how to forgive. And I thought, wow. And, and I passionately watched other individuals in their forgiving kinds of roles. And I got a, a, a plethora, a tableau, if you will, of all kinds of things that people were doing. And I thought, there's something more to this than meets the eye. Mm -hmm. And I found that to forget how to, how to forgive was really, really cool. I had one boss who taught me that. And within three minutes of being exact, just 
so exasperated from the individual, the conversation that they were having, that he was just livid. And three minutes later, he would turn around and tell me, Apple, remind me tomorrow that I'm mad at him. <laughs> <laughs> he had forgave and forgotten already. <laughs> remind me tomorrow that I'm mad at him. I, I will never, ever forget that. <laughs> that I love that. Okay. I, and your turn. I have, I have a few more to go, but I will, I will go to you now. Okay. I will uh, say that my dog's bad habits when we go walking are my fault as his trainer. Ah. <laughs> Another very effective teacher in my life was a woman who runs a dog training program called Lead with Fun. And ironically, even though her constituency are four-legged friends, uh, the the concepts she teaches are so effective with any person as well. So, uh, so what I know is if my dog is doing something wrong, it is correctable if I follow the right rules. And part of that has to do with having a lesson plan and, and following it step by step. And having <laughs> and, treats in and the pouch in the pocket. Treating right? him in the way that he responds. So knowing him well enough to know what motivates him. Ah, okay. <laughs> I like that. All good teaching tips. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I look for people to teach me who I saw just, they just had a knack at doing this. And, and I'm sure they didn't, grow, they, they were not born with this. I'm sure they mm -hmm. grew into this as well. But he taught me how to earn respect and trust. And those are, that's a word that I did not put together with respect and trust early on. Mm -hmm. To earn respect and trust, you have to earn right. someone's respect. You have to earn their trust. They don't just give it to you. Right. Uh, and I, I said, wow, that's that's kind of cool. How to know what I'm good at and to understand what I am not good at doing. And again, there's that ego. So I was taught, I had individuals teach me how to put my ego aside uh. and how to internalize what I really thought about myself as opposed to what myself really was. Now that's deep. <laughs> that's a whole nother topic too. But but it but it but it, it it goes so well, so ingrained, so entwined with all of this in mm -hmm. the teaching. Again, yeah. teaching by example. Because we see too many there are too many examples in the news today, on the TV, in news media, social media, it doesn't really matter. It there's too many examples of people in positions of authority, of power, who have just well, they got caught yeah. <laughs> do, yeah. doing stupid things. Yeah. And and we know that they this is not their first time doing this right they've probably been doing this for a while and so looking at some of these things here i wish some of those individuals would kind of have gone through the the path that many of us have of watching others and improving ourselves. but first we've got to put that ego aside and i, mm -hmm. I think that ego gets in their way but too many examples on tv right now in the news well, and I think a point that I'm hearing you make, too, is that, um, or consistently a theme I'm picking up from what you're saying is, you have to approach every lesson with humility and setting ego aside, because that's what gives you the blind spot that makes you keep making the same mistake again and again and again. I think you're right. I, I, I think you're right. Absolutely. They taught me how to make hard decisions. And you have to make a decision. Right. <laughs> so, so they taught me how to make hard ones. They taught me how to hold others accountable. But more importantly, they taught me how to hold 
myself accountable first. Uh-huh. And I thought, wow, that's that's really cool. It very a very humbling, very nurturing, very thought-provoking lesson I learned from all of these individuals. They taught me how to communicate. Mm-hmm. I still don't do it very well. If you listen to our podcast, I'm sure some of our podcast listeners say, yep, I didn't get that either. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they taught me how to know when I needed help. Uh. And, you know, when I finally just said, okay, say uncle. Nope, nope, nope. I'm not going to say uncle. I'm going to count. Nope, nope, nope. But they taught me how to say uncle. Okay. They also, they also taught me how to ask for help. And here's one that just, because I used to do, I used to do this a lot and I didn't realize I was doing it. I thought I was really being very um, knowledgeable and very off, being very upfront and personal with, you know, why I couldn't do things. Mm -hmm. They taught me how to notice the difference between whining and what is an absolute challenge to myself and or others that can be overcome. Mm. So whining, you know, no whining. <laughs> right. They taught me how to show up every day and attempt to do my best. And that's something that I think I don't see in the workplace or academia today on 100%. I, I, I know there are a lot of individuals that do that. But you walk into some of these establishments and you go, I, I have left the establishment going, wow, how did they ever get that job? Because they were of uh, no help to me today at all. Mm-hmm. And again, was it me or was it them? Probably mm-hmm. more me than them. But mm-hmm. um, some individuals, like I, I walked into this one place. I'm not going to mention the name, but it was a telephone company. I walked in because I was having trouble with one of my phones. Okay. The person on the other side of that help desk, and it had a help, it said help desk right there. The person gave me the feeling that, or the impression that I was imposing on their time as they were playing on the computer rather than wanting to talk to me. And, and I mm-hmm. kind of looked over and they were playing solitaire. Oh, <laughs> and they were mad because I was there. And I go, how did you ever get that job? <laughs> I just don't know. Right. How about you, Sheila? Well, I- talk too much. No, 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 no. I I actually was uh, thinking about uh, role models, which is a little bit about what you're talking about too. But especially when you talk to young people and find out who their role models are, so often it's celebrities and teachers who are the the big role models. And I I wish they would use the same um, magnifying glass for both categories of people to, to make their selection, <laughs> if that makes sense, because celebrities sometimes don't demonstrate the most admirable qualities or teach the lessons that we most want to. But if if you look hard enough, you can find those celebrities who use their powers for good and not for evil, if you will. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And I'm looking at the clock. So this is for good. We have 20, we are at 24, 23. Well, can I ask you a question? Yes, ma'am. You were talking about all the things that good teachers have taught you. For instance, how to hold yourself accountable first, how to ask for help, how to show up every day and attempt to do your best. What are some of the ways, pick any of those. Give us an example of how 
you were taught that or how you learned that. Okay, I I watched. We were in a. I was in a job once, and the job. You know those jobs. It's it's almost like a help desk job where the anytime the phone rings, you know it's going to be somebody angry on the other end. They're yes. they're not they're not calling up to give you compliments today. <laughs> <laughs> so I was I was in a job much like that, and the boss, one of the bosses that I had, he just came in. He had a, a great attitude. Um, he had a great mentorship, if you will, to the rest of us. And he would always leave us. We would always meet a few minutes before the, the shift started. And he would always say, hey, let's see how many people we can help today. Let's see how many people we can turn around uh... from being mad at us to being happy with us. And and I thought, you know, this guy is just, he's just over the top, upbeat, you know, okay. You know, this is a place where people don't like to call in and give us compliments, right? <laughs> <laughs> Does but, he remember where he is? <laughs> right, exactly. But he he always encouraged us, and every day he showed up, and every day he had that attitude. Okay. And I thought, and I thought, wow. As I left the job, um, we were starting to get comments where people were calling in and saying, "Hey, somebody told me that you guys could help. I have a problem." So they didn't start out angry; they started oh. out. And so he did. He changed that nice. through us. Right, right. And I had a boss who, real quickly, because it's 2620. Okay. I had a boss who taught me when somebody comes into our office, our space, you don't tell them, oh, you need to go down two doors to the right and across the hall and that person's there. He said, show them, take them. Nice. And I thought, you know, that's very good. And he did the same thing with everything that came through our desk that we had to do. Um, Show me, take me there. How do I get there? Nice. And he did that every day. Cool. Thank you for sharing that. Yes, ma'am. So, okay. Sheila, where can they find you? Where can our listeners find you? Zekeandsheila.com is my website, our website. My dog is Zeke, and my email link is there. And my email address is wayne at mindsinking.com. My website is www.mindsinking.com. And we are so happy that you guys are here with us today. Sheila, you said you had something that you really wanted to say at the end. Let's I just, go for it. As I was learning about teaching, I my mind was blown because I always suspected there was a secret world behind math, and there is, and no one ever told me about that. But there, there are tricks you can use to make math easier, and I'm just going to give a quick example. Okay. Um, if you have to multiply a number by nine, round it up to 10, and then at the end subtract that number, for instance, if it's 67 times nine, do it 67 times 10 and then subtract 67 from the end. It's a shortcut and it works every time and you don't have to think so hard about the nine times table. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. And there are more, but I won't go into them today. Where were you when I needed you? <laughs> well, exactly right. What, and here, here I go with, one, with, my, with okay. my thought I wanted to do. This is my top secret thing. Okay. You can't teach them if they don't want to be taught <sighs> and ensure they understand the so what and how it relates to them specifically. There you go. And with that, I will ask you to take us home, please. Thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you very much, everyone. Have a good weekend, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.